If you could teach any subject in school, what subject would you teach? Uh, physics. English. Gym. Go off. <laughs> what? So, why physics? I don't know. That was like the first uh, class that I took. Wait, am I? This right. Yeah. You're good. Yeah, this is the first class I took that I was like, damn, I'm not as smart as I thought I was. <laughs> and that's why you'd want to teach it? Yeah, because I feel like it's a different way of learning than the other classes. Okay. Like, all the other classes, you just like memorize stuff. Mm -hmm. And physics, it, you can't memorize. Like, you have to know how to solve problems. Mm. And... I feel like that's like that transcends physics and translates into like how to solve problems in real life. Hmm, well, I just had a deep answer. That was. <laughs> what about you, Frost? You teach gym? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, well, I mean, currently, I think I'd want to teach gym so then I could just go in and just make work people out. do the oh. pacer test over and over again, <laughs> oh, and then I'd go home because it'd be easy. But the on the real, test. I think uh, eventually I'd love to like teach like later on in life. I think teaching is like one of the most like incredible things you could do and if i were to answer that seriously i think i would say like english or literature or something mm -hmm. like sure. anything regarding words and the way that people have written about things and their experiences something more conversational like mm -hmm. i i've always loved the classes where we sit around and we talk to one another about like what we've learned instead of just like the teachers talking the whole time yeah mm -hmm. because that way as a teacher you're also learning and you're learning what the students at their age and their experience what they're thinking about so yeah that's what you chose right english. i did choose english i think throughout like middle school and high school the class that i always did well at was english and that was because there you wasn't... actually read the books well, I mean, that too, <laughs> but also I feel like English is one of the only subjects that you can kind of answer things the way that you perceive them and that still be okay. Like, for example, math, you have to have a specific answer. Like you said, physics, it's a specific answer. You need to know how to solve them, whatever. I think in English, when you have a writing prompt, you can go through whatever avenue, whatever way you want to think about it and come up with your own conclusion. And I think that was the most fun part about English. I've, like, read books that i skipped in high school now yeah same and been like why didn't i i feel like this? school didn't did like skip the book it didn't make it exciting. i never read any books read in college i did but in high school yeah, i, I didn't read, read a single book really? yeah. i just spark noted everything yeah really yes i did that in college but in middle school and high school like i was such a good bs what was the incentive like high i feel like high school middle school they never gave you like an incentive to read the books other than like doing well on the test like this is the <sighs> this is the homework yeah it, that's what it was like well i i felt like like that was the easiest one to do. If you read the book, you knew the answers. <laughs> like for math, I would have to understand how you would do it to be able to solve it. I'd have to understand the concept as a whole. Yeah. It's like, okay, like where did Cindy go to the ba da da whatever? Okay, well Cindy went to the park. Like that's yeah, but that's answer. the problem, right? It's it's a lot of our tests and our packets would have to do with like testing us to see if we read the book, mm. not if we actually yeah. understood the book. Well, see, I think comprehension was a really important part of English too. Yeah. Like not just the answering part of it, yeah, but yeah. actually understanding what like the meaning was. Or, you know, one of the funniest parts that I found about English was when teachers would like, like take a general topic and be like, this is what this person was feeling and what the mood and theme behind this was like this. And I'm like, what? I didn't, I didn't catch any of that. <laughs> How do you know? You know, I want to, I want to say to any like um, high schoolers or even college people listening, 
the best way to BS your way into like some like a reading homework or something is if you're the first one answering all the questions like or you have you know how the teacher the professor will be like okay so what did everyone think of the reading I would always raise my hand right away <laughs> because she, she or he would always call on people that look like nervous mm-hmm. or they would be like they definitely didn't read the book and then they wow. would try to be us so if you're the first one and you you just like don't even get it right the teacher just thinks you're dumb so that's what um, I would get like I'd be like oh yeah like this was really interesting that this happened and stuff and she's she's like oh that's are not we reading what I the got, same but, book? And then, and then she'd be like, okay, I'm going to stop calling on him because he's just an idiot. So that's how you BS. Well, yeah. I mean, fun well, uh, have fun going back to school this week, all the high schoolers and middle schools and elementary schools. And college kids. And, co- all, yeah. oh, and college kids, of course. So yeah. good luck this year. Start off strong. Eat a good breakfast. Yeah. So thank you guys for tuning in to an episode of Strange Flavors. My name is Shimmer. I'm Faraz. My name is Amber. And this is brought to you by Olaf Theory. You can find us everywhere on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And we, you can listen to this podcast anywhere where you listen to your favorite podcasts like YouTube, uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and um, other places too. Uh, and if you want to send us your music or awesome and cool, very dope questions, you can send it at strangeflavorspodcast at gmail.com. Didn't yeah. sound like a gun was up to your head that time. No, it didn't. Be- because well. I'm a professional uh, radio host now. You're, you're amazing. Good job. Did I miss anything? No, I don't think okay. so. Okay. Um, if you guys want to get our merch, uh, we just finished our pre-order, so they'll be coming in to everybody that ordered it already. But we did order some extras if anybody still wants to get it. You can get that at eliftheory.com slash shop. That'll be in the bio. And our uh, Strange Flavors and Ronopono merch is always available on Redbubble and Society6 which you can also find on com. Did you uh, did you ever actually eat a good breakfast? I just Why? caught that you said that when you told everybody to get a good breakfast when they go back to mm-hmm. school. Did you yeah. ever when, actually eat a good breakfast? In, when I was in high school? Yeah. No, and I think that took away from my focus. Like I, I would, never ate breakfast. I took really? a peach yeah. and a uh, iced tea, and then I would drink that until lunchtime. I would just wait until lunch, and that'd be like my breakfast it's so, such so an unhealthy, early but it's so unhealthy like having like pizza and like tater tots well i wasn't eating the school lunch <laughs> oh, okay i mean sometimes if it was like something good yeah <laughs> but otherwise it wasn't um you just came back from new orleans yeah Shamir. how was that what made you go to new orleans um so like every year i guess like um some of my high school friends mm-hmm. um i don't like see them that often because we're always like busy doing stuff and so like every year we kind of like go like on a beach trip for like two days or three days or mm-hmm. something and that plan kind of fell through so we saw te- cheap tickets to new orleans mm-hmm. and we just copped it and we just went and how was it oh boy <laughs> <What>? <laughs> i've never been to a place that is so not for me really <laughs> like what do you mean like I've never, like, I don't think I could fathom what that means before this trip. Mm-hmm. But after I went on this trip, I'm like, this place is so crazy. Like, like how crazy? What do you mean? Like, okay, so New Orleans is the place where they do, like, the Mardi Gras stuff. Mm-hmm. But this is just, like, some random weekend, Labor Day weekend or yeah. whatnot. I mean, there was a parade going or whatnot, but there's this, like, street. It's called, like, Bourbon Street. Mm-hmm. It's, like, probably 40 to 50 bars, at, like, right next to each other. And it's filled with people, packed. You cannot see the floor everyone's sweating everyone's turning up it's super gross it's like a lot of bars it's all bars okay like 
back to back to back to back and people are just going in and out and um apparently it's like a law where you can like carry around drinks and stuff so everyone's mm-hmm. carrying around like five drinks like, and, like open drinks open drinks and oh. they're smelling and there's like horse crap on the ground because <laughs> of the police they like have their own horses. horses and stuff like that but it was so crazy, and I was like... What about that made it So you got wasted, you. that's what you're saying. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, like, because I don't do that, it was just too much for me to be there. Okay. Like, you know, it was like... Did your friends have a good time? They had a great time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, I found the nearest hookah bar, and I went there. <laughs> really? Because... You should have just drank some Kool-Aid, bro. That was <laughs> but, uh, I don't know, it was just so much. But the food was good. Um, I also how was the city itself? I was like the city it's weird because there's like some nice parts and there's some really bad parts and mm-hmm. They ha- kind of had this like seafood like, you know, southern culture and apparently it's the most haunted uh, city in America hmm. and so we saw, we had like a spooky tour and stuff like that That was the coolest part okay. that I enjoyed a Spooky tour. Yeah, spooky tour. So like they would go around the main like streets of New Orleans and there would be like mansions and stuff and they'll be like oh this person owned like a bunch of slaves and would like torture them what? and mm. like do this or like mm. you know um it has like so much history that like there's apparently ghosts and stuff and people do voodoo there and people like it's just like what's very... the people culture there like i couldn't find like was a it like, specific was it like hipster or like what's the it's just you see different areas and like it's just different types of people like I saw like you know southern type people like southern hospitality. I saw like spooky type people. You know like, <laughs> like creep. Is that another way of saying creepy? No, 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 Dead no, no people. not creep. Okay, like kind of like gothy. Okay, uh, but like they do like voodoo and. Did you, say, did you call them spooky type people? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to be offensive, um, but like. I mean, I would take that as a compliment. Like if somebody was like, "Yo, you spooky," I'd be like, "Yeah, hey, say yeah. less." Um, and they believe in like you know spiritual like dark energy and stuff like that like kala jadu there was a lot people were doing that there black magic black magic people were doing mm. that there well i saw you were in mountains too um i went to a, no i went to like a deserted beach quote unquote and they just take you like to a ferry and take you to a beach that just doesn't have so like basically that much. a beach that nobody goes to yeah but they kind of like have some shops there like two shops or three shops. So why is it called a deserted beach? To sell it to you. It was oh. nice, but okay. um, yeah. So it's just like a mediocre beach, and they're like, yeah. it's deserted. Come <laughs> to it. Yeah, but I it mean, was fun. Would you traffic. go back? No, <laughs> I'll never go back. Um, Dang. It's just not for me. Okay. Like, I, I felt so old. Hmm. Like, I'm like, I'm an old grandma. Like, grandma, when I was not there. even a grandpa. <laughs> like, a I, grandma. I can't handle this. Like, mm-hmm. just even like being there is just so much energy. I'm glad I went like to experience that yeah and i would recommend it to people that like that type of stuff but i think for me it's like that's just too much if you're spooky new orleans is for you yeah i would go for the spooky part but that kind of reminds me of uh austin texas like there was the one um place where they hold south by southwest i think where it was just all bars yeah and the rest of austin was awesome but like for us it was just like really nothing to do there because yeah People just go on that street to drink. Yeah. I mean, it's fun people watching because that was hilarious. I like stuff. Austin because I think we like went to those cool like areas. Like yeah, they yeah, still yeah, have. Hips- I mean. Besides that, yeah. saying that that street, it was yeah. like okay that we we just kind of walked through it because it's like oh we can't really do anything. Here, yeah, so. but like in New Orleans, you have to be on that street. Oh, okay, like Why? that that's the thing. 
like because it, that's where everyone that's what's is popping. yeah mm -hmm. and like that's the safest area because there's the most amount of people mm -hmm. and most amount of cops is it not a very safe area um yeah some parts are not safe and then other parts i mean so we've been like, in baltimore okay. a bunch of times so yeah. i was just like all right it's so whatever like mm -hmm. i just got really excited for halloween too after yeah. that like <laughs> october is coming up greatest month of all time hello in maryland it's amazing um, while you were away, we were continuing our Dolky celebrations. <laughs> the wedding <laughs> we year. Went. Yeah. A Dolky, again, for people that don't know, is like a pre-wedding party. Yeah. Right before we went, uh, for my sister, by the way, um, and Saad, but this last one was for my sister from like our community. Before we left, uh, I don't know if you saw, but like there was, um, we were leaving the house and we were all dressed up and uh, we were about to leave and this car was like coming by really fast right and then they stopped mm -hmm. and then they came out of the car and i was like what the heck what's about to happen like I, th I thought maybe they saw us dressed up like i was dropping stuff off at amber's car and like we were walking back and forth my mom and sister had just come out and they like you know came up real fast and then came out of their car and then they were like yelling something we we're like what the heck they're coming towards us and then they ended up being super nice. They were like, you guys look beautiful. Oh. Like we just, we had to stop and pull over. We wanted to see this. Like, <laughs> this is amazing. You guys look amazing. We're like, what? That's Thank you funny. so much. It was they so sweet of them. They up to the car too, just to say that. Yeah. And you guys really were like cute. scared and stuff? Well, at first I was like, what are they? I mean, I wasn't yeah. like scared, but I was like, what's, what's about going? to go? Yeah. I was like, not right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it was, it was funny. But like the Tokyo was fun. Um, the last weekend we threw our own, like as mm -hmm. friends. Um, and uh, before that, we had to set up this whole thing where we brought like my sister and Saad's spouses who mm -hmm. don't live here. Yeah, they live in other states, uh, which is yeah. not a normal thing to do. What traditionally? Oh, traditionally. like bring bring the spouses. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but it was fun for us because it was like okay, it's just the friends. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they were coming from Connecticut and San Diego, which that was like hard to sort of arrange, but it happened. And there was like a funny thing that happened. So like Saad. Um, he wanted to like surprise uh, his wife with like a necklace um, for being in his home state uh, for the first time and so he wanted me to like photograph that secretly and uh, so he took her on a flight and in the meantime I was supposed to hide out so while he was up there I was like looking around and she didn't know I was there and he didn't know where I was gonna be hiding but he's like okay when I come down like I'm gonna give her the necklace like photograph it whatever I was like All right, cool sounds good so I found, uh, I was looking around, I was like, no, these places are too obvious. Then I found a trash can. <laughs> and so I took, I took like the lid off the trash can, took the trash can out. It was Fox, like one of those that like. You got in a trash can out of all people. No, no, but it was, in, it was an airport. <laughs> right where he belongs. <laughs> so it was like, it wasn't actual like, tra like smelly trash. It was like like random like cardboard and like plain stuff i don't know I'm but just it wasn't saying dirty frost is not one to get in a trash can i don't care what was in it but yeah. go ahead <laughs> yeah i have a i'm a little bit of a germaphobe but um this bit. trash can was like good like it was one of those that were like uh made i like out how he's trying to be else. like it's good it's clean <laughs> I'm, guys trust me it was like big it was roomy <laughs> so that anyways it had like a little space where you could like see through and so i hid in there and uh when I did that, I was hiding in, so I'm like waiting for them to come down. This uh, security guard pulls up, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is so bad!" And then and I was an like, "Okay, airport should I?" Too, an so airport. they're probably like, "What are you doing?" Honey? Exactly. I can't. And I was like, "Okay, should I just like duck down? Maybe he won't see me." And then I was like, "No, I can't. Like, I'm gonna get in more trouble." So then I just like popped out. I was like, "Hey!" He's like, 
what are you doing? <laughs> and I was like, okay, listen, I know it looks bad. I can explain. He's like, he's like, you know, I've been watching you on the camera the whole time. And I'm like, oh God. Cause initially I got there and I was looking around for headphones cause uh, Saad only had one pair of headphones and he needed two. So I was searching the building looking for headphones. And this guy, this is the security guy, has been watching me go through the building this entire time and then walk back and forth trying to find a hiding spot. And then now eventually is in the trash can. He's like, what is <laughs> he's he like, up to? He's like, what's going on? So I was like, listen, my friend is like, you know, it's his wife. She's here for the first time. I'm like photographing them. He's supposed to give her a necklace. And I was hiding. And he's like, that sounds really bizarre. And I was like, listen, just do me a favor and tell me does this look okay? So I go back to the trash can, I put the lid on, and he's just like, what? Yeah, it looks good. I was like, I was like, all right, thanks so much. I'll see you later. So then he didn't say anything. He drove off. So then when uh, Saad actually came down, I told him like, you know, come to this specific spot. Um, he missed the mark. He came too close to the door. And now I'm literally right next to him and his wife in the trash can. They don't know I'm there. And I'm like, bro, how am I supposed to put Like, all I see is their butts. <laughs> and then uh, they're like, ah, oh, like, you know, I love you. I love you too. I'm just like, oh, God, like, this is so awkward. And so then I just popped out. I was like, I love you too. And they both got so scared. They had no idea. But that was a weird experience. And then when we were coming down, we were going back to our cars. The security guard came out. He gave me a thumbs up. I was like, "Yo, thanks, man." <laughs> That's funny. So, yeah, Extra. the things the things we do for for love for for love and for our friends. Yeah. I know. That's how it's been. So, Amber, recently, uh, I've heard news that you're not working at your job. Well, uh, keep quiet because I haven't told him yet. But oh, <laughs> yes. Spoiler. I, yeah, I I'm quitting my job after nine years of working there. Jeez. I know it's a little bit nerve wracking, but yeah, I mean. Where do you work? I don't think people actually know. I mean, I, you don't have to say the location. I'm just saying. No. <laughs> the I exact work, address. <laughs> I work in a private school. And so basically I started off as an aide, like an assistant to a teacher, and then worked up as support staff and administration. And then I got promoted to administrator last year. So I've been administrator at a private school. And I was like really cool because I was like the youngest administrator there. It's been a really good time. And then... Now I was like, I think I think I'm done. <laughs> I, I think I'm, I think I'm okay. There's a few reasons. I don't want to like trash talk. Them, you don't but, have to trash talk, but, but if there's anything outside that, <laughs> yeah. Generally, I no, think the bigger picture is different, though. I it's think, not about yeah. 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 Th that's I, what but, I was trying to but get. But I think that like there's two parts of this. It's like I do believe in you know children learning and growing and treating everybody in the school right, and if I feel like there's barriers to that, I don't want to be in a position where I'm limiting people. So that was kind of the first push for me where I was like, I don't feel like I'm really growing in this position anymore. But then I was like, also outside of this, there's a lot of growth that I want to achieve that ha I've been limited because of my job. I'm spending over 40 hours a week here. I'm constantly exhausted. I spend, you know, kind of all my time there. So I'm leaving the place so I can focus more on this type of stuff. And I want to be able to focus on this more. And I know this is, this is kind of similar to like when I graduated uh, college and I was like, I want to focus on this. But, you know, I jumped right into the job full time and kind of did that. I think that that has a lot to do with priorities when it comes to my family's like set of priorities they're like you know working is important and that type of stuff 
Um, and I've been working at this job since I was 16. So I've always been in a professional job setting. Yeah. So instead of jumping from one professional job to another, I'm kind of taking the step back and really taking time to focus on myself. Yeah, aspiring so, to be broke. I'm aspiring to be broke, essentially. <laughs> exactly. I think it's important for people to hear that, though, especially coming from like a Desi girl, because sometimes they don't know what they really want to do and for them to hear you being like you know what i have this secure position that you know fulfills not only my family's sort of checklist but also a financial one Mm -hmm. um but you're choosing to step away from that so that you could pursue something further that fulfills you Mm -hmm. um i think that that's you know really inspiring for people to hear I think that if you are not being fulfilled by your workplace and, you know, it's sometimes there's little chunks of that, those in life, but I, you know, really challenge anybody out there who is feeling that to question why and seek what is going to fulfill you and work towards that every day. And I think that that first really came about when I started working out a few months ago, I was like, I... I don't really feel comfortable here. Okay, well, in in my body, let me start working out. Every single day I felt better and better. I was like, okay, what's next for me? So anybody who's out there listening and you don't feel content or happy with where you are in life, just work towards a better you every single day. Whatever that means for you, make an effort towards it every day. Yeah, and I think we, I was like, we were talking about this when we were eating chicken nuggets at three in the morning or whatever. (laughs) Right. Um, But I was telling you how like, I knew the day I decided that this is something that I want to do every day. I'm like, I can't just, there's a lot of security in like, you know, the nine to five and all of that. And there's Mm -hmm. tons of jobs and like, you know, especially having graduated college and having that available to you and having uh, relationships with people, how you've had for years that that job is always there for you. It's like, that's nice, but it it makes you comfortable. Very, very comfortable. And the day that I was like, I'm never going here again. I was like, I've been hustling ever since and just learning and growing since then because I have to figure out a way mm-hmm. to make it work. Right. And not just like, you know, from a from from what you guys see on the surface, like of our entertainment stuff and our sort of business that way, but from behind the scenes of like what the hustle may look like when it comes to teaching yourself new skills that companies are going to learn and, and pitching yourself in that way is like, there's so much growth in that. And if you are truly ready to do that, I think the way that Amber, you have gone about it is the best way is just like, you have no choice and you have to make it work. Right. Right. So I I think it's important that you, it's okay to logically think about it in the perspective of, oh yeah, I can go back because it's there. But I think it's very important to have that mindset. And only when you said it, did I realize I'm never gonna go back to this place again to put that as a pointer and a mark in your life. Okay, cool, it's there. I'm not doing that though. Yeah. What What am I really doing next? I'm not gonna let that make me comfortable. And I think a lot of this is about me breaking an uncomfortable barrier. Yeah. And by the way, sometimes that's okay. Mm-hmm. And that's what yeah. we talked about as well, to go back to something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For example, you move out of your parents' house and you're like, you know what, this is it. I'm on my journey. Like, I'm yeah. ready. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to move back. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And same thing goes for a job or something where it's like, you know, sometimes it's like, okay, you know, the it didn't all go your way and you need something to help you bounce back. But you're still in that mindset. Right. That's what's yeah. important. You can't right. break that, like, that rhythm. How you've been going to the gym, for example, is just like, you know what it takes. You know how far you've come. 
and you're not going to just let all that go to waste. Absolutely not. This is just something to help you uh, get back on track. Right. Yeah. And I think a very important aspect to that is humiliating yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, because other people, they'll be like, oh, she quit her job. And, like, people start talking all the time. For mm-hmm. sure. And, like, for you to quit your job and then be like, okay, I'm going to start creating things. Like, everyone's going to talk crap. Mm-hmm. And of course. now it's going to build your character even more. Absolutely. And, like, build a stronger wall. And, like, you just know that the only person you should care, like, that who should care about you is, like, you know, yourself and like what you think is fulfilling so yeah Thanks. hustle people hustle yeah. yeah and keep us updated um and we'll keep you updated on uh, you know you're always listening to this podcast yeah. and see what we're up to so so maybe we have a second lift driver yeah <laughs> i'm gonna have to do odd jobs to make it work and you know what maybe there's shenanigans that go along the way and we can share them on the podcast more yeah. stories for the pod yeah fire yo i might just get my lift uh <laughs> license or whatever just, just for the stories just for the stories just so we can all be like a lift theory lift driver <laughs> just be like yo we can start an app bro let's start an app <laughs> they see drivers it's just us three. um so i'm gonna you guys uh some of you wrote into us so i want to uh, make sure to hit that um, with your awesome questions on the that you've been sending over social media and our email yeah. which is at strange flavors and strange flavors podcast at gmail.com this is from Anaya Siddiqui. She says, I've been listening to your podcast for a while and finally followed your Insta account. Love falling asleep to your podcast. Sounds bad, but I mean it in a good way. <laughs> wow, that means our voices are By the way, I love that name. I love Anaya. That's such a pretty name. Yeah. Um, no, I totally get it. Do you guys have Do podcasts that like you fall asleep to? But they're like not I bad I actually have boring. before. I don't like but to because I'm concentrating too much. I only listen to like podcasts I like really enjoy. Mm-hmm. So if I sleep and miss it, I'm like, no, mm-hmm. I miss like the content. Mm-hmm. So well, if I'm... it's a really long one and they're yeah. just like talking on and on, and I've gotten the point, like a Joe Rogan podcast. Joe Rogan, yeah, I was thinking that. <laughs> I fall asleep to that, and mm-hmm. also it depends on how the voices of the people on the podcast are because some of them they're like very loud laughing and stuff a joe rogan podcast is pretty much monotone the whole time yeah (laughs) so that's not hard to fall asleep to thanks to naya we appreciate you yeah and just you know keep us on repeat and then you know have all of our episodes play while you're sleeping and really get our view count up thank you follow sleep to our voices uh this is from adia i think (laughs) Um, yeah. says, hey, sorry I'm so late, but just wanted to thank y'all for putting me in last week's podcast. Also, just wanted to say that you all are so amazing and talented, and I stand Amber's latest hit. Oh. Ooh. Which was uh, Slapped Up. Slapped <laughs> Up. Um, anyways, I have another question, if you don't mind. What is your guys' pe- worst pet peeve? Hmm. Pet peeve. Do you have one on the top of your mind? Yeah, I just thought of one. Um, when s- This is very specific, but I guess like when someone shows like a lack of empathy towards others hmm. that's okay. like our whole group <laughs> exactly <laughs> well so what are you trying to say Shami? <laughs> no i th- i think uh one of our friends really pushes it for me <laughs> and he knows that's why he does it but that sometimes like ticks me off he by the way managed to tick off a lot of people yesterday during the talk really <laughs> during setting up and all that stuff like he's uh it's because we get his uh, humor oh, but yeah. other people don't get that and they're yeah. like this guy's an absolute just yeah scumbag <laughs> but I, I, i'm also i'm also a hypocrite in that because sometimes when the vlog camera is on and i'm like recording i'm like anything goes yeah but you're you you have that mindset but you're still super nice you'll be like your savage level is at like 
60 percent okay you're not making anybody but like cry. i don't mind if anyone else does like anything crazy on the camera to each other yeah oh, no no yeah. or like in person like Saad was doing the bartending stuff in the hotel and clearly uh, like disturbing other people but i was like it's for the vlog it's fine <laughs> like yeah it's okay david uh david dobrik seems to have good intentions but he'll blow up a house if he needs to <laughs> <laughs> um one of mine is people who like are unaware of inconveniencing others to an extra level like say for example everybody is like doing something everybody agrees to something but then they point out like either like a very cheap or like a juice or very selfish reason as to why it shouldn't happen or can't happen i'm like take one for the team and like shut it so i think in general just like very selfish i hate selfishness yeah that's yeah. a that's a good one. I think mine have like changed towards things that other people do as well. It used to be like oh, like I don't like germs and stuff. Like, but yeah. I don't really. Care. Now it's, you're out here it's diving so in like, trash cans. <laughs> yeah. No, it's actually more so like people that don't clean up after themselves. Uh, that's a pet peeve of mine. Um, and then like, I think just that are like not self aware. Okay. That's been a big one lately that's just like how do you how do you not know that like you're either doing certain things, behaving a certain way or just don't know how to like adapt. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that sort of goes under my umbrella of lack of empathy. Like exactly what you're talking about when people are like not aware mm-hmm. of like that they're, you know, like leaving trash around, that's right? That's kind of the mm-hmm. theme of all of ours. It's <laughs> just like yeah, not being self-aware. Yeah. Just not being self-aware. Well, yeah. it's like you know, I think that, for example, doing pranks and messing with people, that's always been part of my nature where yeah, yeah. I I always am like, I like messing with people. That's just yeah. my, that's my way of oh, showing like affection almost. Yeah. It's like, that's, if, I, if I'm not messing with you, then it's just like, You're not really yeah. close I'm to just them. chill, yeah. you know. But you can so, feel the empathy in the pranks that you do. I feel but like you like also afterwards. only do to people you care about. Yeah, and afterwards, I always make sure to, like, especially if it's a new person, I'm, like, I'll let them know, like, yeah. hey, I'm just busting your balls or whatever, yeah. and, like, make sure busting that they're, that they fit in afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Because I, my, one of my favorite things is including people that aren't usually yeah. included in things. And so sometimes, like, I'll just bring along somebody or I'll, you know, toss in somebody to a situation where everyone's, like, yo, like, you know, this is supposed to be a whatever thing, like and it's it always turns out that it's a fun time because when people are given a chance uh to to behave and and be in a certain environment i feel like they do really well when they're included and it's only when they're excluded that they are awkward or unfitting into situations you just have to give them like a chance you have to give them time um and also on uh that you mentioned uh amber's latest hit Amber, you, uh, I want to give you a shout out because you actually, this last Act Up parody, you came up with that on your own. Yeah. And you edited oh, the whole yeah. thing on your own using green screen and all Bars. that. So that's that's pretty great because. Thank you. It took me a long time, but I did it. <laughs> hey, you did it. You It was your idea. You came up with it. You, you know, executed it mm-hmm. and people loved it. Yeah. Round of applause. <laughs> Woo! I appreciate it. You guys are the best, though, because you guys, like, help challenge me. You're like, as soon as we're doing it, you're like, you're going to edit this, right? And I'm like, of course. And then we every week. threw it in the water. Yeah. And you guys are like, okay. And then but the thing is, it's not like you guys left me all the way. Yeah. As soon as it we record and stuff, you're like, hey, these are the tools to do it. You know, you guys gave me, like, a set of tools that I needed. 
And then I was like, all right, I'll be back in a month <laughs> and I'll bring a video. <laughs> and then, yeah, I mean, thank you guys. I, that was good. How'd you feel about it? I liked it. I was like really, I think, based off of the Pono Lono vlog. So if you haven't checked those out, go and check out the behind the scenes. I was freaking out because I was like, I don't know if I like the audio, whatever. But I think the video complimented like the weirdness of it all. And I think it just kind of like pulled together my vision well. So it was cool kind of bringing that from like complete scratch to like bringing it to life. That was actually like a lot of fun. You also set another record. It is our lowest, lowest viewed, viewed video, video ever. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Aside from Brown Coat, it's our lowest viewed no, no, parody. No. It's the lowest viewed video on the channel. <laughs> no. However, lower than Brown Coat. I will say it's, YouTube has like algorithmic stuff. So just because, you know, just because a video has more views doesn't always mean it's a better video. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's Listen. just facts. There's so many channels that I watch People that just have, have amazing to, content. Yeah. But you what's going to be at the top is like, you know, things that are scandalous and like yeah. Yeah. random stuff. Listen, people just need to get used to Nargis out here doing big things. <laughs> um, you know, Nargis is the my Your alter ego. ego. Right, my auntie Auntie alter ego. And, and once people really get used to her, that video is going to blow up. <laughs> uh, we also put out another video. Um... That was a parody to Going Bad. It's called Going Fob. If Fire. you haven't seen that, go Absolute check out both of those videos. Fire. Um, they were. There was a plane in it, guys. Yeah, we got. There was. I don't want to go into details about all the things that the video was supposed to have. Oh yeah, because we're saving it for another. Or but there multiple. was there was a lot of things. So this idea has been for months actually. Since like mm -hmm. February or March. Mm -hmm. And uh, like there was just a lot of things that kind of fell through. Um, in the the video aspect of it there was like much more story to it i guess but um we were still able to use what we could out mm -hmm. of this we went to toronto we had a trip there and like you know we had Saad with his plane and we're very humbled and lucky to have these things um people are questioning your guys's budget oh yeah you guys are just like using your guys's yeah. parents money and stuff like what do you guys like have to say to that uh the funny thing was um for like biggest video packy gang people were like oh, how much money did you spend on this like how'd you get these nice cars we, the only money we spent on that video is we bought a gallon of milk at the grocery store right and, and this time it was a it was a box of mangoes yeah a box <laughs> of mangoes which was a bigger budget probably more than the yeah gallon of milk so they were yeah. like uh 17 dollars <laughs> <laughs> yeah do you guys want to let them know that you're not actually using your parents money? yeah we're we're actually doing a lot of lift drives um amber <laughs> just quit her job so we're kind of screwed so we don't have a big budget <laughs> no um i think again like it's it's extremely humbling to be able to know people. Yeah, being um, resourceful. Yeah, but I think that also comes with, one, being um, credible in what you do, having mm -hmm. people believe in what you do, and overall being a decent human being where, you know, like, for example, we have um, Uncle Salim uh, in our community, which he has the Packy Gang house and the Old Town <laughs> Road house. Uh, he's always farm. been so kind um, to like every single time I see him he's always like you know like Frost I see you like as another son and that's not because he is like a Ronopono number one fan or something it's just because the energy that you know we're able to bring outside of like the videos and stuff when we come when it comes to like you know including other people and, and giving homage to our culture and, and being community members 
uh, all that stuff, I think it, it goes a long way. You're not just this face that is on YouTube that like, oh yeah, I wonder what they're like behind the scenes. I think that, you know, again, we have the privilege and, and honor of being around people that make us better people every day and that we really get to live the life that uh, we sort of portray uh, yeah. on on these videos. Yeah, and also like whoever like is helping us with the video, like if they're providing something, usually they have a great time while we're filming or something. Yeah, you know? and they're always included in some way or whatever way that we can yeah. do for them. But I always think it's it, it really is about people respecting what you guys do because we've had people who are like, hey, I have this really cool thing. If you, if you ever need it for anything, you know, just like let me know. And that's only because people believe in what you guys do and think that it's cool. Yeah. Well, thank you for uh, sending in. Yeah. And Amber's been producing a lot of all that stuff. Like, she gave us a pizza shop. She got us a limo. <laughs> yeah. Like, she's done a lot. Amber's a connect. Because yeah. Amber's actually uh, very nice to people and has, like, a million friends. <laughs> so, yeah, so she's always able to hook us up. Yeah. Hey, my connections are your connections. So she, get, she gets uh, the producer credits to a lot of these videos. Or, like, the pizza credits. <laughs> well, producer. Because that's what producers do. They, you know, oh. get stuff for the... Uh, Oh, okay. Yeah, Sounds so good. Amber's a producer. <laughs> <laughs> this is the last uh, one that was sent in. This was actually a reply to me sharing your uh, slapped up hmm. video. And it says, do you ever get exhausted from the emotional support? This is from Aisha, by the way. Hmm. Do you ever get exhausted from the emotional support you give to people? What's your balance? Asking for a friend. Is she saying that in context to that? Or? She replied to that. Hmm. So I think from me sharing that, maybe hmm. she's saying that. Um, I mean, I'll answer like because I shared it. Uh, for me, it's never a thing about like, am I emotionally exhausted about this? I think um, like overall or no. I think I think it's just like she's just saying, do you get do you ever get exhausted? from from supporting people and maybe that comes with like oh sharing someone's mm. work sharing someone's stories like promoting their brand or something or even in personal life maybe sure um and i think like for for me on this aspect it's like um it's a lot about do i believe in this person in general do i think that they have potential do i think that this content has potential do i actually like it and the answer is always yes on like what I'm personally like sharing and stuff like that. For the most part, I don't really think in social media terms where I'm like, oh, I have to share everything. I have to like everything. I have to comment on everything. When I'm like using it for the other brands, I do think that way because it's strictly I'm just doing like brand stuff. And that stuff goes a long way when you share, like, comment and all that. Um, but if I believe in somebody, if I, you know, if I like what they're doing overall, then it's never emotionally exhausting. I think the only emotionally exhausting part is like, why haven't they made it yet? Mm -hmm. And I think that if you are more in like that track, you don't you don't really care about, oh, I have this many followers. And then so if I share this, I'm going to start losing followers. Like if my followers are that way, if they think that way, I don't really care about having them. Mm -hmm. So that's it's pretty easy and rough cut for me. Hmm. What about you, Shami? You don't have to just speak on like in yeah. a social media sense. Do you yeah. ever emotionally get exhausted from supporting people? Or what's your balance? Well, I think that's where I get my most joy mm -hmm. is supporting people. Like I feel like if I help somebody, then I feel way much better than like if, you know, doing something myself. Like that's why I love doing like videos with 
um, you know, other people around because, you know, even though it's not like they need support or anything, I mean, you're always supporting just by, you know, being near somebody or talking to somebody. Um, it doesn't have to be supporting while they're down. It's supporting while they're up in the middle all around. So that's always, you know, the best, uh, thing and best feeling. So what about you, Amber? Um, I think that I'm a little bit almost too empathetic to a fault sometimes that's just me as a person but when it comes to giving somebody emotional support i think in the same thing Shami, I, I get a lot from it too i i genuinely feel like if i can give somebody a perspective maybe somebody who is lacking a little bit of self-awareness and they need you know just to bring it full circle just seeing it from another perspective or anything like that i think that if i can help them out in that way um, without overexhausting yourself because I think yeah. that's also important that you are able to give somebody enough support without exhausting yourself then you have not only done right for that person but you've done right as a human is there a such thing as too much support I think so I think that what does when that look like coddling someone or babying them yeah like giving them too much room to like fake f- like almost as if it as if you're Say, say for example, somebody comes to you with an issue and then you give them genuine, you know, advice, you know, they say that they're going to, you know, do it or whatever. And they come back to you with that same problem and aren't listening to what you're saying, but constantly keep on doing that. And, and a lot of times this usually happens in relationship sense when it comes to my friends, when they are looking for advice, they'll be in toxic situations. This guy's trash. And then, go- and then are also constantly <laughs> in that situation yeah. repeatedly for like six months later. And I'm hearing the same story all over again. <laughs> That's when I think it's too much. And I have had to say in the past, I'm like, listen, I don't think you're listening to me. I don't, I think it's best if you just don't talk to me about this anymore. And it's only when it gets to that point where I've wasted and been like, I feel like I'm talking to you about this too much. Much, and yeah. it's wasting my time now in the nicest way possible but up until that point up until you know you do f- you know start to feel exhausted i think that it as a human it is your job to you know give some advice yeah. well sometimes if we're not can, we're not can. asking for advice sometimes we're or perspective we're telling what we think and seeking validation in our perspective so when it comes to a relationship for example um it's like this is what I did confirm that I did the right thing. Hmm. And Mm. the other person's supposed to be like a good friend. Mm -mm. And so they'll be like, oh, yeah, honey. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But a real friend Mm -hmm. is going to be one that challenges you and be like, what could you have done? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you mess up at all? And that comes not just relationships. That comes to like everything, business, everything, business, mm -hmm. work, uh, whatever. It doesn't matter whatever situation you may have been in. It's like, if your friends aren't challenging you, then they're not really helping you grow. And mm-hmm. so you're around the same, like, lame energy that you're producing. And I don't think it's emotional support at that point. I don't think it's supporting them. I think it's just affirming their, or, you know, it's validating their fears or whatever. Yeah, you could be like Trump and just be like, you don't agree with me, you're fired. <laughs> I only want people that agree with me on this cabinet. Mm-hmm. But yeah, all right, well, thank you guys for sending in um, all your uh, questions. And again, if you want to send in more, please feel free to reach out to us on social media at Strange Flavors and our email strangeflavorspodcast at gmail.com. And let us know if you ever want to be anonymous. Um, I wanted to ask you guys about this uh, this Popeye's chicken sandwich. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm sure you've heard of, about it. Oh. Who hasn't? Yeah. Um, so there's, first of all, have you tried it? 
No. 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 I went to Louisiana too, and that's the home of Popeyes. Hmm. I'm sure they wait, have better chicken. Like Popeyes, <laughs> they probably slap you huh? in the face. Oh wait, that was stupid. I shouldn't have said What'd that. What'd you say? One. I said Louis- <laughs> New Orleans is in Louisiana. <laughs> Amber doesn't know her geography. <laughs> I'm so bad at geography, but okay. Sorry. I went to the home of Popeyes. Got it. Yeah. And Louisiana is in Popeyes. <laughs> the country. <laughs> Anyways, uh, well, it's pretty good. It's not like it's crazy. It's I tried better it. than Chick Fil A, because they've been having a feud about right. who has a better chicken sandwich. Right? If you want Popeyes, yeah, Popeyes has a taste, mm-hmm. and so that sandwich is good. But it's not like Chick. I don't think it's like Chick Fil A. Okay, like, like- I think Chick Fil A is better. Mm-hmm. But but if I'm craving Popeyes, I would eat that sandwich because sometimes mm-hmm. you're craving that. Would you get the sandwich more than the other stuff in Popeyes? Uh, maybe, yeah. Hmm. So you think because it's, it's, it's the best just thing? the same chicken in a sandwich, and sometimes you want a burger instead of just like the chicken. Okay. Yeah, but the only L here is KFC, because KFC <laughs> is never good. And if you have something to say about that, <laughs> come see me. What is that? <laughs> I mean, you like KFC? Like, no, I actually, I mean, I haven't had Popeyes or KFC in a really long time. Like, I don't. <laughs> well, really... we had it on our trip where oh yeah and i felt so sick <laughs> yeah really I, had, I had the fries um from popeyes and it was not that great i wish i tried the sandwich since it's all the hype was, How, was okay, it going on can we talk about this like hype what? Uh, like well that was my question it was like there's been a lot of people that it's been all over social media and even the news there's been a lot of people being like there's more important things happening in the world than this chicken sandwich and this i see this question I mean, this statement well, no. come up a lot when it's viral certain things. viral things that come up. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think about that sort of statement in relation to this sandwich? Let it take its ride. Don't be so salty. I mean, I get it. There definitely are a lot more important things that I'm not trying to, you know, take away from that. However, let the chicken sandwich be hot for a quick second. Like, it's not like, okay, because people are paying Well, they're saying they're, you're just giving Popeyes all this business. And Popeyes <laughs> I mean, should be using it to... Change the world. I don't know. Like, yeah. I mean, Popeyes made a sandwich. They didn't choose for it to go viral. And then when it did go viral, it's us making it viral. So if you're mad about it, don't talk about Popeyes. That's, yeah. that's all you can really do. Yeah. I was going to write along that. Like, there are smart ways to promote, you know, I'm guessing they're talking about like tragedies and stuff like that, right? That the rainforest. Rainforest. Yeah, yeah. So I think humor plays a huge part mm-hmm. in all this virality. Like, it's funny to see two chicken sandwiches fighting, you know, <laughs> right? Like, it's an online chicken fight, whatever. Yeah. But I, it's hard to make humor out of a tragedy, mm-hmm. but I've seen it a little bit. Like um, for the Amazon rainforest specifically, people would be like, oh, um, Spider-Man is back in the Marvel Universe and it'll be a fake link. And then people will click it and it'll be donate to the Amazon rainforest. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so, and that tweet would have like 200,000 retweets or something. Like that's a funny way to promote. Do you think it's effective? Sometimes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's better because we haven't been hearing about it. You know, like some yeah. people, some people don't care about like the seriousness, which is really bad. But unfortunately, humor spreads faster than, you know. And dude. there's some people who you know are more activist type people who care about those subjects, and there's some people who you know will only really be there for the entertainment. You can't force people to care yeah. about certain things. And it's not either or, though. Yeah. There's not there's I mean, not people that care for the environment no, and people absolutely. that are just trolls online. Yeah. No. Because there's... I've seen certain accounts uh, with, like, people that I follow that are always advocating for 
human rights and uh, the environment. And then they'll post their opinion about the chicken sandwich and people go off on them more than other people. Mm-hmm. Because say it's some, a comedian who is always making fun of things and they post about the chicken sandwich, they're used to them talking about those things. But when someone that they follow um, for like you know those types of issues who's um, an activist in some way, then they're like, you know, like, this is happening, that's happening, you're over here talking about chicken sandwiches as if, like, they're not allowed to live their lives and be normal human beings. I think, like, what you're saying is, like, this is a viral trend, just like the Fortnite dances were, Mm -hmm. and just like anything is, and and people are entertained by it. Like, it has its own lane. It doesn't, I don't think it takes over anything else, but at the same time, like, I think that we should also be aware of everything going on. We don't have to give our opinion about everything. I think that's, like, really cringy when people are like oh i should also talk about this because it's going on and you're not really doing anything about it mm-hmm. um but at the same time like if you're aware you don't speak on it you're not doing anything wrong yeah. mm-hmm. and for other people who are out here saying like oh there's other things happening in the world so many of them are not doing anything yeah. about it also, either also but complaining yeah, yeah and pe- like speaking of complaining i literally saw a tweet it said leonardo dicaprio um spends Uh, 80% of his last movie budget towards the Amazon rainforest and then I saw a literal quote tweet it was like that's it he his net worth is 150 million Mm -hmm. (laughs) she's like that's it the uh the network the net worth is only 150 million his net worth is 150 million and I'm like why are you complaining like he literally spent his like a bunch of money it should be uh more so like working as motivation for other uh, celebrities to do similar things. Get yeah. on them about it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're gonna. How are you gonna attack the person that's and, actually and that's doing the, something? And that's the same thing that I'm saying about like the people that are already activists. Like, how are you attacking the people that are already doing something for you? <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. But I mean, uh, it, it is kind of like it's funny. It's bizarre. There's tragedy in the world. Like, that's never not gonna be a thing. There's always gonna be tragic things happening in the world, and there's always gonna be things to lighten up. Um, in 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 like it's not replacing it yeah it's just both things are happening at the same time and with the internet um it's just multiplied by a trillion that we have to face these things that are like all happening at the same time yeah so i mean that's just the reality and if you want to do something about either one if you want to go try a chicken sandwich go do it if you (laughs) want to save the rainforest let's go like that's all it is do both or do both i forgot i had a microphone what's this uh kim kardashian question Okay, so I don't have you guys. Oh, not Cardi News of the Week. Yeah, I know. I replaced it this week. So I actually had a question for the two of you guys. Um, I'm not sure if you follow along Kim Kardashian, kind of her business ventures, but she's been known as a fashion icon for a decade now, and a lot of her looks have been very iconic from her natural glam to her you know perfect skin and her body shape that's the thing that she's mostly known for is her body shape and she started selling these secrets through her businesses so for her um, skin for example she has kkw beauty where she sells natural glam materials then she started selling body paint for your legs and arms Um, also she has psoriasis so you know it can cover up scars and stuff like that Um, and then now just most recently she started a line of shapewear uh, called skims to achieve a more you know fit body so if you don't know what's uh, shapewear is it's basically uh, an extra under the clothes type of uh, like thing. padding and stuff and it just like 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 sucks, sucks up sucks yeah. everything up all the right. fat 
Right. So if you see her at the Met Gala, you see her at all these shows, she has a shapewear on, and that's why her body tends to look so smooth. And this is not new like type of wear right no this has been uh, this has been in the industry for a hundred years you know like people yeah like with corsets and stuff exactly right so this is just like a you know a growth to the corset it's a much more comfortable one so do you think that by the by the way that she's doing this by selling her natural glam and her body paint and you know kind of giving this out to the public and kind of making them aware and selling it to them do you think she's promoting unhealthy body images and trying to make unreachable body standards the norm or do you think she's making it more attainable and she's trying to show girls that this isn't natural and it's okay to do time to time and it's definitely achievable on your own time what do you guys think I mean, I just, I, I feel the same way about that that I feel about beauty and plastic surgery in general, which is like, if you do it, okay, cool. If you want to, you know, alter certain things, whatever, to make your feel, self feel better, okay. I don't think that it's, sh- I, I don't know. I, I don't think it's like something that I would encourage. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't think that people should set that as the norm mm-hmm. um if you, because if you're perfectly comfortable in your skin if you're fat skinny whatever uh if you look a certain way if you have scars whatever like it's nothing wrong to show that off either mm-hmm. uh it's just about who you are and where you want to stand with it like nobody can really tell you how to feel about that and if kim kardashian is doing it like okay we know that her she's not exactly re- you know doesn't really resemble what a normal human being looks like Mm -hmm. so if that's your goal yeah like go ahead and do everything that she's doing you'll look like that but Mm -hmm. if you don't care to look that way and if you're comfortable with who you are there's tons of people out there that actually appreciate that more so so yeah i I think to your question i don't think she's like fully promoting like an unhealthy body image like i do think it's the second part you said Mm -hmm. like she's helping girls like access that easier but i don't think that's also healthy mm-hmm. at the same time okay um because i mean i'm i promote like be healthy in whatever you're in mm-hmm. and like whatever is n- natural i guess but mm-hmm. i mean like frost said like if you want to go do that that's you as long as it doesn't mentally hurt you okay you know like um whatever is meant like if you need to put on something to cover up a scar like and if you don't like um, put it on and stuff and you just can't go outside and stuff mm-hmm. I feel like that's a mental struggle that you have to that's get gets in the way of your life yeah mm-hmm. that gets in the way of your life but I mean like Kylie Jenner I I've seen like pictures where she's like she has like this giant scar on her leg and she like never that's covers where her butt it. fillings were right Mm-mm, I think it's just a no. scar yeah oh. I think it's just a natural scar oh. yeah um I wasn't looking there bro <laughs> it's like her, I don't know where they put her in from I don't know where they inject it, the it's jelly. like on her leg yeah and like she like flexes it and yeah. stuff and like i think that's cooler than like you know trying to like cover it up sometimes mm-hmm. you know yeah i mean I, over this i would say like you should be encouraging doing some jumping jacks mm-hmm. like to get rid of the fat why don't like instead of putting <laughs> on something like why not encourage mm-hmm. working out well so the reason why i think it's interesting is they actually do promote working out you know okay. they themselves work out every single day yeah. have their own trainers all that type of stuff but the reality is no matter how much you work out you will not have a cinched smooth body like that and for you know a decade now people have been looking at and you know really zooming in on okay how, how do her legs look so perfect how does her makeup look so perfect how does her body look so 
perfect. So in a way, I think it's interesting that she's actually making that aware to the public that, hey, I mean, I have all these things, but I do have a scar on my leg. My body isn't this way without shapewear. And, you know, even though I look like I'm wearing natural makeup, it's natural glam. And so I do think that it's giving it to the public. It makes it a lot more attainable. um, And it might start to be the norm because she does have such a high impact on, you know, fashion and just like the cultural society of America or even probably around the world at the same time I think that it it does make it a little bit I I do think it's really nice that women can see that this isn't perfect and Kim Kardashian herself isn't perfect perfect and she's selling her beauty secrets in a way that's like I'm not perfect yeah also if you're going if you're wanting to go that route you should also be aware that there's a lot of people on the internet that I've seen videos of this going around where people are like, what would you do if this happened to you? And it's like a girl who like has one of those things on and then she takes it off and it's like, you know, she looks like right. jelly. I don't know. Um, and <laughs> <Looks> then <laughs> like listen, jelly. listen, looks like jelly. Um, listen, um, that's why these girls are wearing these shape wears. No. <laughs> so, then, so then a lot of people are roasting them, right? Yeah. If you're already insecure about that, that's going to destroy you. Yeah. So if attack like, the problem like i'm not saying heart. i'm not saying that that's okay because that's wrong those people shouldn't be making fun of other people in the first place but that's gonna happen like Jelly. that's the internet and uh <laughs> that's that's just how it goes so with that and any insecurity you have if you are trying to cover it up like Flex there's it. gonna be people that are gonna make fun of it no matter what yeah if, if you're doing both like working out and wearing this thing yeah then all power to you but I, just you try not to have flex that, that jelly flex that jelly and try to destroy that insecurity. Hmm. That's what I promote. Nice. Okay. I wanted to get a guy's perspective on it. Um, do you did you have something else? Nope. Okay. Um, that is about an hour for us today. Um, this episode was a little bit more conversational, not as like we hope you enjoyed news topics and stuff. If you like this, board. let us yeah. know. Write yeah. into us. Tell us how you feel. Mm-hmm. And maybe we'll uh, talk about those feelings next time. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, uh, we're on our 91st episode. Send us ideas for what we should do for our 100th episode, because cause we'll do it. Let's, we'll let's do, do it. it. We'll do it. And uh, we definitely want to thank everybody who stuck around from the beginning or joined the journey later on. Um, I can't believe that we're like coming this close to 100 episodes already. But That's crazy. This is awesome. So thank you guys for so much support. And it's been another week. Another flavor. A little less stranger. We'll talk to you next time. Someone that you love, someone that you love.